You are listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. Though located in the heart of the Silicon Valley, you will hear fervent, old-fashioned revival preaching from the pulpit of North Valley Baptist Church. It is our desire that you will be helped by this gospel message. You know, there's many things in life. Uh, I'm a, a person, I'm a husband, I'm a father, I'm a grandfather. I love being a pastor. I love those other things too. They're the height. They're the preeminent. I love being a pastor. I wish God uh, would design it that you become a pastor and you never get old. I've been a pastor a long time. And I, I love every minute of it. I'm trying to hold on to every day I can. I want to be a good shepherd and a good pastor. But really the vast majority of you are shepherds today. You shepherd a little brother or little sister. You might be 30 years of age and they might be 25, but you shepherd somebody. You might shepherd a younger brother or a younger sister or an older brother or an older sister. You might shepherd children. You might shepherd employees. But a shepherd is one that provides protection and guidance and nourishment. Psalm 23 is a great shepherd. I love that psalm where it says, Thou preparest a table. That word table is such a familiar word in all languages. In the Hebrew and in Spanish, it's mesa. Thou preparest a mesa, a flat place. The shepherd always goes ahead of the sheep. The shepherd always leaves the sheep in a sheepfold and secures a door in his absence. And he goes to higher regions. And he makes sure when he leads the sheep the next day, there'll be no rocks and, and, and uh, sharp rocks and wild animals. And he prepares another sheepfold. And he comes back for the sheep. And he leads them. And then the shepherd stays in the gate, what would be the gate at night. In other words, if you're going to come into the sheepfold, you've got to come through the shepherd. Tonight I want to remind you as you're a shepherd, I see some things. And there were in the same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. Very obvious, these shepherds were dedicated. They were living in a field. They were not living in a hotel. They were not living in a resort. They were not living in a house or an inn. They were living with their sheep. They were dedicated to their task. I want to call on every mother tonight, every father, every grandparent, every sibling, more than ever, will you become dedicated to the task that God has given to you? Two Christmases ago, I thought I'd have my older sister with us. And suddenly, with one breath, she was gone through the night hour. And we laid her to rest last November. How quickly it was, and her voice was silent. Her last text was Brother Alvin singing outside in the stadium when we were outside in our services. And her last text was in addition to that song, this is my brother preaching today at North Valley Baptist Church. You know, you may not have some shepherd in your heart that you have this year. Stop fighting your shepherd. Your shepherd is so dedicated to you. Your dad, your mother, your brother, your sister, your grandma, your grandma. You say, well, I, I have a, I'm, I'm, not, I'm, I'm not getting along with my dad. Then try to get it resolved. Whether he's not a good dad, well, try to get him to become a good dad. 
Train up a dad in the way he should go. I know the scripture says train up a child, but you figure out what you're going to try. Get dedicated to that. Get dedicated to that. I'm going to love my brother. I'm going to help my brother. I'm going to encourage my brother. I'm going to be his cheerleader on the sideline. Go, go, go. You can do it. You can make it. You can get that job. You can, get, you can accomplish that. Uh, 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 be the cheerleader for your sister. Be the cheerleader to your husband. Be the cheerleader to your wife. Most people spend their life trying to change their mate. If I could just change my wife, if I could just change my husband, everything would be great. But how about you changing? This shepherd, these shepherds were so devoted, they're in a field. Sheep need to be watched because the evil prey will come. Sheep, and they're called the dumbest, and I'm sorry to say that, the dumbest of all animals. Because if one sheep is walking and they get on a cliff and decide to walk off, those behind will do the same exact thing. Sheep need someone to dedicate their life to them. My sweet wife and I, we have 14 grandkids. We don't get to see 10 of them very often. They live away from us in Newport Beach and in Surprise, Arizona. Both their dads are pastors. But I tell you what, so many times throughout the day and the four that are here, their names come to the throne of grace. I can't see them. I can't touch them. I, I've been texting back and forth to these kids. But I can go to the throne of grace. Oh, how we love our kids, our grandkids how we want to shepherd their lives. And I wonder today, if you would begin to think in 2022, who could you shepherd? Is there a widow or a widower that you could take care of and do something? Is there sometimes for a widow or a widower, you just, that's just you and your wife or you and your kids, and you could just make one more meal and send it over to their house? I wonder if there's a mother that gave birth to a baby and you could next year with joy and with glee make a meal for someone else. Get out to the field and inconvenience yourself. That's what you call dedication. Bus workers and bus drivers and bus captains and oh, how we need drivers. What a joy it is that you could bring boys and girls and men and women to the house of God. You talk about dedication. Last few Sundays, we had several men down here Sunday and ladies and a couple over here, a husband and wife, and over here. And the week before, that result of door knocking in the bus ministry, that someone cared and went and they brought them to the house of God and they came forward with the invitation and said, I want to know Christ as my personal Savior. That took some dedication on God's people. They were in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field. What dedication, what devotion. Do you see the devotion? Keeping watch over their flock by night. Shepherds were always awake. They were awake through the night. They'd hear a noise. They'd hear a rustling. They would hear a little sheep. Sheep, if they're not careful, they get infected, especially in their eyes. The sheep has constant mucus that forms in the corner of their eyes. And that's why Psalm 23 says, Thou anointest my head with oil. The oil kept the 
parasites away from the eyes, the insects away, because an insect will lay their eggs right in the corner of the eyes of the sheep. But a good shepherd anoints the head so that insects will not want to stay there. And what sheep do is such a, such a foolish thing what they do. If you'll see sheep in the field standing face to face, it's normally a dangerous thing. Because if the shepherd has not put the ointment on the eyes, then they'll face, face to face and they'll rub their heads together. And what they do, they spread the disease through infection. But the good shepherd, the great shepherd, he keeps watch over his flock by night. There's not a mother in this room that has not inconvenienced herself with a crying baby, a crying child, a sick child in the middle of the night as you raise that child for God. Mama did not lay in bed and just let that baby cry that was sick and was upset stomach and whatever it may have been. Old mother comes and she carries that little child and she gets in a rocking chair and rocks that child and begins to sing that child during the night hour. You've heard me tell it before. And I can recall that I try once in a while to be a good husband and get up at night. But I can remember one night in particular, I was so tired and my wife was so tired and I heard the baby cry, whichever one it was. And all of a sudden I was awake, but I was doing this. I wasn't asleep, but I began to make the noise. That shows you that uh, I'm not a very good shepherd to the kids. And my wife, I could hear her right now if it was like yesterday saying, I know you're awake. She got up and cared for the child. I wonder, ushers help us if you, I wonder tonight the devotion that you could show to a bus kid. I wonder the devotion you could show to a, a, a church kid. I wonder what devotion that you could show to a relative. Keeping watch over their flock by night, the dedication, the devotion. But, but, but you see here, Look at their delight. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them. And they were so afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes and lying in the manger. And suddenly, and suddenly there was with the multitude the angel of the heavenly host praising God and saying, glory to God in the highest. Don't you see their delight? I see their dedication. They're out in the field. I see their devotion through the midnight hour. But oh, I see their delight. When good news came to them, they said, we have to go. We must go. We must. And, and the Bible said they heard of the glory of the God in the highest. And they, and they came and they said, let's even go to Bethlehem. You know what great delight it is when good news comes to you. Always sharing the good news of others. 
I've about kept you long enough. Number four, I find their desire. Verse 15, let us now even go to Bethlehem and see this thing which has come to pass. Where do you want to go in 2022? What do you want to go see in 2022? And I'm not talking about some amusement center. And I'm not talking about a cruise. And I'm not saying you cannot do those things. But spiritually, they wanted to go see the Son of God. Let's go. Let's go and get in the choir loft. That would have been a good place to say, man, let's get in the choir. Why somebody would have a voice and does not use it for the glory of God, I'll never understand it. Let's go to the choir loft. Let's go to the orchestra. And let's go door to door and knock on doors and visit people. And let's go to the house of, of the place of prayer. And let's go to the closet and pray. And let's seek the face of God. And let's, let's, let's let this good news bring great delight to our soul. Where we say, you've got to come to the house of God. God's doing something. You've got to come see it. So I not only find these shepherds' dedication and their devotion and I find their delight. I see their desire. Let's go. I see the destination. And they came with haste. They came with haste. You know what you're going to do for your sheep? You better do it quickly. So I haven't talked to my dad in five years. Well, you better do it quickly. He said, if I call my dad, and I can recall someone this last year, they, they, their dad hasn't talked to them in five, eight, ten years, whatever it was, a long time. They tried to call their dad, and the dad said, I don't even want to talk to you. Well, that's on his plate then. But you clean your heart. Your dad won't talk to you. Why don't you start by just calling and say, Dad, I am so sorry. Well, you ought to be sorry. I am. Don't let your pride get in an argument with your father that the next time you see him, you'll probably see him in a coffin. And I've watched people as I've buried people through these 46 years of ministry here at this church. I've watched people with great regrets because they were not right with their dad. And they want to get right with the corpse. It's too late. I've watched people not right with their mother. I've watched people that have been wrong to their grandmother and grandfather. And, and, and here I, I see that these, 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 the destination, I want to get there. I want to get to Bethlehem. I want to get to the point and seeing this thing that I'm supposed to see, the Son of God. Get to your destination, your family, your marriage, your children. Forget about your destination. They didn't go for their destination. They were already at their destination. They were in their fields. They went to see the Son of God. Will you just bear with me and see their discovery? They found Mary and Joseph and the babe. You know, if you look for Jesus, you're going to find him. They found, what, are, what are you looking for? You're looking for sin? You'll find it. You know, I don't know where, well, I do know because I know some spots where you can get your drugs because I've had people say, here's where I go to get my drugs. And the police know too. But where do you go to get your liquor? And where do you go to get your drugs? 
And where do you go to get your sin? And where do you go to satisfy yourself? Where, 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 where is your destination? Where, where, where are you going? What are you trying to discover? Some of you are going to the social media and you're, you're discovering what you should not discover. You're wasting your life. And lastly, and I'll close, look at their decision. And the Bible says, and when they had seen it, they made known abroad. You see, they heard it, the Bible says. And then they saw it. And then the Bible said, as a result of that, they went and told everywhere. Brother Cooper, I'm so grateful that you preached several months ago, Jesus every day. That is, I've always tried. On one airline alone, they sent me a note several years ago, a letter said, you've traveled a million miles on our airline alone. And I've traveled all of them. And I've always tried to sit down, and the first thing I tried to do is open my Bible and give a gospel track. But that has helped me so much. Just Jesus every day. He said, get seven tracks. They're bundled. Our bus kids, thanks for doing that. You got our bus kids. They, they assemble them every week, bus teenagers. And they put them together in a rubber band out here. And we pick them up, Jesus, every day. Just take a track and give it. Our church has always been a growing church. But have you noticed during COVID that every Sunday, not one, not two, not five, not ten, scores of visitors are in this auditorium? Why? Because they're getting invitations about Jesus every day. And you know one of the things COVID's done for us? It's caused people to realize I have to have a real life outside of all this fear. And here they came. And when they found out what they, they, they saw, they said, we, we, we've got to go tell people. You know, when you see the things of Christ and what God is doing, you're not going to go to a social media attack. You're going to go tell everybody you can, I found some good news for my life. I was on the radio broadcast today and thinking about 65 years ago, I found Jesus as my personal Savior, not very far from here. And you know, this has been such a wonderful journey of life. And I've tried to tell, I've tried to tell people everywhere I go that Christ is the answer. I don't know what's going on in your life, but the only hope you'll find is Christ. You know where to go to get your drugs. And if you don't know, it would not take long to find out a place for drugs. There's markers. I know some of the markers where they are. Uh, it's an evidence that there's drugs here. You can get word on the street where I get some drugs. You can get those so easily nowadays. And you can get as much hard drugs as you want to get today and live in the gutter of sin. You can get what type of lifestyle you want out here. It's everywhere. But Jesus came to bring light to a dark world. I love these shepherds. I'm going to ask you to consider being a good shepherd in 2022 to your children, to your mate, to your Sunday school class, to your bus route, to your usher station, 
as a deacon and deacon's wife, as a youth worker, as a school teacher, as a college professor, as a staff member, as a church member. Our heads are bowed and eyes are closed. Lord, I love these shepherds. What a great testimony their lives of, of all that they demonstrate for us to see. And I pray that there would be some shepherds, some teenage boys that would take a younger boy under their wing and be kind to him and give him a good example and a great encouragement and watch over them and care for them and believe in them and help them. Our heads are bowed and eyes are closed. If you're not saved on this Christmas, would you come to know Christ as Savior? In a moment we'll stand, we'll have a hymn of invitation and a lady will show a lady and a man will show a man how to be saved. Others ought to come and say, I, I, I need to be the right shepherd. It might mean missing a meal. It might mean inconvenience yourself in the field, but it's gonna be well worth it one day. Thank you for listening to the audio preaching podcast from North Valley Baptist Church in Santa Clara, California, led by Pastor Jack Treber. For more information about our ministry or to find out how to get in contact with us, visit our website at nvbc.org. May God bless you as you serve Him this week.